This is a Zero Talent Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of the Zero Talent Podcast. I got Ethan and Joe with me here today. We are going to be talking about our top five video games. I'm sure Ethan has a list much higher than that, but we're only going to focus on the top five. You know it. (laughs) Also, you may want to introduce yourselves so they know uh, what name goes with what voice. Yo, what up? It's your boy, Ethan. Coming at you hot. Yo, I'm Joe. I'm just chilling. And I'm Brentley. Like a villain. That's not what I call you. What do you call me? (laughs) Daddy. Oh, I like it. Sultry. Yeah, you know what it is. I'm assuming you all did your homework and actually have your five games ready. Yes. I am a good boy. I have five, somewhat six. Somewhat six? Yeah. The fuck does that mean? Five, five has uh, two of them because I can't pick between the two. They both share. Wow. Okay. Oh, here we go. So we're, we're definitely going to force him to pick, um, but we're not going to let him go first <laughs> just because of that. No. You know, I, I, in fact, we might pick for him. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I say, Ethan, you can go first with your number five and we make Joe wait. That sounds right. All right. But do you want it to end on Joe? <laughs> he doesn't get to say any of his five. We're going to go through our whole list before he even gets to talk again. All right. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. That's less work for me. So I'm down. You know, fair enough. Well, I guess I'll, uh, I'll bite the bullet and go first because, you know, fuck me, right? I will. <laughs> the hardest part of this list, I'll go ahead and say the hardest part of this list is our, I have my top 30 games as a running list, just ready to go at a moment's notice. I knew it. I knew you had more than me. I have top 25 ready. Fuck you. That's why. And I'm really sad about some games that I won't be talking about today. I'll tell you what, if you're, I, I, <laughs> if you're a really good boy and we make it through this, I'll let you read through your whole list. We just won't spend time talking about the games. I won't read through the list. I just might make a couple of special shout outs to some homies. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'll just go ahead and start with uh, what I would consider to be a, uh, a nostalgia classic for me. This is a game that your boy Ethan started on in the GameCube. It's a throwback. It's got one of your favorite characters ever. It's a blue little guy who goes really fast. Mario? Goes by that. Yes, Mario, also known as Sonic. Ah, uh, gotcha. <laughs> yes. Sonic Adventure 2 battle my number five game and oh god is it is it cheesy it is it cheesy i'm talking the cheesiest story you ever played going fast in the levels the shittiest most awesome soundtrack i I can't gush on this game enough i can't at all because i've unfortunately never played it (laughs) same how have you never played this game i think i've watched people play it though like i think i've watched like speed runs of it and stuff yeah same i've watched I mean, it's usually on GDQ, like, about once a year. But, Brent, I'm surprised that you haven't played it. This seems like it would be right up your alley. I'm going to admit something right now, that at the peak of, like, Sonic fanhood could be dangerous, considering I think the second movie is doing pretty well in theaters. I've never been a Sonic fan. That's the thing. I don't really like Sonic either. You don't have to like Sonic to enjoy Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Okay. Tell you what, I, I might give it a shot. Oh, I was going to say if you play any of my top five, but I think you've played all of my top five. Well, if anything, I think you should play it just to raise the chows. Mm. I feel like you could get really invested in that. You think? Yeah. So, yeah, one of the best parts of the game is as you're going through the game, you obviously have like the two story modes plus the special story at the very end. So like the main story, mm-hmm. but then you can go back and replay levels to earn things to give to your chow so that your chow can grow up big and strong and compete in karate tournaments and racing tournaments. Okay, so I'm going to agree with you that I would love that because uh, my number three... Uh, well, okay, we'll, we'll get there when we get there, but my number three supports that. Okay, I look forward to it. But anyway, if you haven't checked out Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, it might not be as good of a game without the nostalgia, but I do say it's at least worth a shot just to play the first Sonic level and listen to Escape from the City. It's it's just it's just a ride. Yeah, you know, just bust out your GameCube that everyone has, you know, still laying around or easy <laughs> access to get. Hey, if you don't, if you aren't emulating in 2022, that's your own fault. <laughs> hey, I actually saw something on like uh, TikTok that uh, 
there's this company that they only sell like retro games. Like I've saw him like hand out like uh, SNESs and just all kinds of like super like old school games and a lot of games that go with them. Hmm, that's pretty interesting. Um, I didn't I know that that existed. I called. just kind of assumed. I assumed most retro gaming stuff is just so expensive right now. I used to go to a retro video game store in Morgantown when I was going to school there. They had a uh, quite a collection of different retro stuff, but it was always very expensive. I mean, certain uh, Super Nintendo games you'd come in, it's like, oh, it's only one hundred fifty dollars. Is that all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, cause looking at my college budget, let me just dive right in. Exactly. All right, so we're gonna give Joe some more time to think because he he has to pick between uh, the two. That you he can has give time. a shout out, Joe. Yeah. You can shout out the oh, other one. Okay, but okay, you gotta okay. pick one. Oh, okay. So, okay. but to give you Go that ahead, time, Brian. I'm gonna do my number five. So this is a game that well, it's been on multiple consoles uh, in its lifetime. But originally, oh, no. I played it on the PS1. And first of all, without even getting into the game itself, the disc just like blew my mind as a child because, you know, most CD, uh, like the bottoms of them, uh, you got like that kind of silver finish. It's like reflective. But this game had that on top with black writing and the bottom of the disc was like pure black. So really just mind blowing to a chi- uh, to a child. Wait, hold on. I thought most PS1 discs were black on the bottom. Uh, Is that not the case? Not all of them, no. I think only if they were like uh, Greatest Hits ones or whatever like that. All right, fair enough. Also, this was the only game I played on the PlayStation 1, so I could be entirely <laughs> wrong on that. I was about to say PlayStation Well, <laughs> This is... Uh, let the viewers figure that out. Yeah. Uh, you, can, you can at me on Twitter and I won't respond to you. Uh, but the game is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. No. Probably the oh. best Castlevania, if we're being honest. Yeah, actually, I mean, it, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I'm pretty sure I've watched you play through that so many times. <laughs> if it's the one I'm not thinking of, like, you would literally just sit there and, like, play it all night long, just trying to, like, I can't even remember what you were doing, because I'd, like, fall asleep on your floor and other, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I you fell asleep on my floor a lot watching me play games. Yeah, I did. It was, uh, what can I say, hashtag boring content creator. Oh, uh, thanks, man. <laughs> so so what kind of what game is Symphony of the Night, and what, do you, what the fuck are you trying to do? So, you know, Metroidvania is kind of a thing. This, this is half of that. You got the 2D... The better half. Yeah, it's the better half, it, let's be honest. You got the 2D side-scrolling, pretty in-depth for the time that it came out, as far as uh, having gear give you different stats you can get different upgrades and transformations uh your goal is to defeat dracula as always you're gonna beat his ass in any castlevania game but yeah so you're you're getting transformations you're beating dracula you're killing monsters and then plot twist you find out you're dracula's son spoiler alert Yo, that's oh, what I was about to say. oh my god it only came out like 20 plus years ago yeah, it's only from like 2000 or 2001 or something, yeah. probably. <laughs> I'm so sorry if you didn't know. <laughs> how, could you, how could you not know? Alucard is Dracula backwards. Yeah, but you never know. <laughs> Joe backward is Eoj, but you don't know that. That's what you need to name your son, please. <laughs> also, special shout-outs to the Castlevania Netflix show, by the way, which... Uh, has some inspiration from Symphony of the Night. It's pretty fucking good. Uh, I have only watched one season, but Fake I fan. loved that one season. Shut up. Your only contribution uh, so so far has been to talk shit. You couldn't even pick a number five. Listen, I got a number five, but the game, they're just, I don't know. I've played them <laughs> each fa- a fair amount, so. Well, you know what? I think now's a good time for Joe to let oh. us know what his decision was so that we can roast the shit yeah. out of him. Okay, so I think no matter what, I'm going to tell you it should have been the other one. I don't think, I don't think, uh, laws. Anyway, um, unlike you guys, I don't really have any, like, older retro games because my very first ever game, like, played on, like, a console was Call of Duty World War Zombies. That was, like, one of the first things I ever played. And then whenever I first owned a console, it was Resident Evil 5. So I'd like to put Resident Evil 5 on there, but 
it was Resident Evil 5. I think I put Resident Evil 4. Actually, I'm moving my number 5 slash 6 down to 6 slash 7, and 5 is going to be Resident Evil 4 on, specifically on the Wii. 10 out of 10 game. Wow. Okay, Dude, so there's Evil a lot of movement around the there. <laughs> In summary, Resident Evil yeah. 4 is your number 5. Yes. Not Resident Evil 5. No, specifically no, no, no. Resident Evil 4 on the Wii. Yeah, yeah, specifically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was a banger. Which I will Absolute admit, banger that's on the Wii. Oh, agreed. It, it was a great game on there. I actually just got it for uh, the Oculus, and dude, a huge boss chasing you in that game hits different uh, on the Oculus. I, I didn't even imagine. know it was on the Oculus. Dude, it's so much fun. So, so spoiler alert, um, Resident Evil 4 is going to come up again later, but why don't you go ahead and tell us what the game is about? <laughs> uh. Basically, you play as the badass himself, uh, Leon S. Kennedy, trying to save uh, the president's daughter. And you have to go through a bunch of BS, mainly because she's an idiot, to save her. Yeah. And, and just, just to mention, it's, you're fighting zombies. Yeah, yeah, such. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You're, no, you're fighting Eastern Europeans. <laughs> it's not wrong. That's just how they are over there, I think. Yo, it was, uh, was it Eastern Europe. I think it's just Spain. Aren't you just in Spain? Is that I don't know where it's located? I'm not too sure. I knew it was speak Spanish. I knew it was Europe. I didn't know specifically what part. I'm assuming Spain because they speak Spanish when you kill them. I don't know. I didn't hear anyone with lisps, so maybe not. Roasted. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get any viewers from Spain, so it's probably okay. You know what? I'll say it. Fuck Spain. Yeah. Fuck them. God. <laughs> he was toxic, cool, like, but Spain can fuck itself. Yeah, you can't say anything bad about Mexico. We're too close. The cartel will get you. Also? True, true. Yo, can I say my six and seven that was potentially number five? You can give them shout-outs, yes. Okay, okay. They were gonna be um, Dead Island. I put so much time into Dead Island. Another zombie fighting game. And then... I wow. like pick a different I, genre. Dude, I, well, see, I, I, the other one is I wanted to put Dark Souls, the original Dark Souls. In top five. No, that's fair. That's fair. But that's what I could. I, uh, yeah. Figured I, I would add one little, like, throwback. That's why I wanted to put Resident Evil 4 on the Wii specifically in there. I will say, yeah. Dark Souls made my top 25 list, but it, it did not break top five for me. And I'm proud to say, since you said that there's going to be uh, some overlap with your alls, I don't think there will be any overlap with mine. Probably not, no. Uh, uh, not with the also, time. shout out to Dark Souls at my number 12 spot. Holla. Hey, that's pretty close to mine. Mine's nine. Hey, nice. So I think going around, uh, Ethan, you would be next with your number four. Yes, that would uh, that would be correct. I would be surprised if this one has any overlap. Um, this is uh, probably my favorite game and one of probably a top three game series for me overall because this this, this game series is just fantastic. It's a little little game series that's known as Hitman. Oh. I really thought and you were specifically. Gonna say no, <laughs> no, no. I like Pokemon, but specifically Hitman Blood Money. Ooh, oh, that one's so good. And, oh, it's okay. It takes the good parts of you know every Hitman, which is the creeping around and trying to assassinate various targets for an overarching but unimportant story, and it also combines a significant level of cheesiness and ridiculousness in a number of the blood money levels specifically i mean you've got some where you're killing rednecks on a boat and some where you're hunting down people in chicken costumes i mean it's all over the place don't forget before the boat you're also killing rednecks at a wedding oh yeah yeah that's that's one of the best ones just chucking people into alligator pits oh yeah also, shout out to one of my favorite mechanics in any Hitman game in Blood Money, where if you push someone into water, they just immediately die. Yeah, no one knows how to swim in video games. That shit is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Maybe not so much anymore, but I miss when nobody knew how to swim in video games. It's true. I, I, I chalk it up to the moment that Grand Theft Auto San Andreas introduced swimming into the Grand Theft Auto games. I mean, it was all over from there. I like to think that it was just like them being funny, like, oh, haha, nobody can swim. But realistically, it was probably just like being held back by the hardware. And if you were in water, uh, it would like overheat stuff, trying to like render all of the particles and stuff. Well, you are the one with the game design degree. So tell us. That makes a lot of Uh, sense. 
I mean, yeah, I'm only sitting here recording this. I, I have nothing to do with that anymore. Well, like most people with game design degrees. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> okay, so moving on from that sad note. Uh, you're Welcome to the roast of Brent Clay. Yes, thank you. Uh, this Yo, was unexpected, real. and I'm happy to be here. No, uh, moving on from yours where you said the story does not matter. My number four, uh, story matters a lot. It's Mass Effect. <laughs> you mean the game you've literally been playing on stream for uh, several nights? Yeah, the game I've been playing on stream. I've 100%ed multiple times, uh, and it's only my number four. That's surprising, actually. Yeah, I mean, Mass Effect, you got your classic like RPG systems, you know, companions, uh, influence, you level up different abilities, um, some abilities restricted by class, great storytelling, a little peek behind the scenes here. Bioware, the developer behind Mass Effect, is going to make another appearance on my list. Ah, I already know what that is. 100%. Uh, well, I already know what that is. Yeah, yeah so... I have a thing for um, really good space stories, apparently. Not to mention, Mass Effect, it should be in everyone's top five because you can sleep with blue aliens. <sighs> that's a, that's a, I mean, I'm horny, but I'm not that horny. No? <laughs> you, don't want the, you don't want the bloobies? Um, that, that's what doujins are for. That's fair. Well, I just got a, a, a stare from my wife for saying sleeping with the blue alien. <laughs> I don't blame her. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> So on that note, maybe, maybe she's into it. I mean, you know, float it out there. The, the look did not appear that she was into it. So on that note, yeah, we're going to say, Joe, what's your number four? All right. Uh, so hot take before I say my number four, um, you won't be seeing any single player games on my list because single player is ass. You want to hear something? Not funny? a fan. Resident Evil 4. Not a fa- oh, wow. Contradict uh, yourself. <laughs> Fucking destroy it. You no. suck, dude. <laughs> I forgot that that was my number five. Oh no, I have my list in front of me and I forgot I updated that. Like, on the fly. Killed him. I'm really glad we jumped onto him before I said what I was about to say, which was that mine was all single player, because that's also a lie. Ah. Oh man. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna hold that L. So, my number four, I kind of wanted to put it at the third spot, but I decided not to. Sad moment, uh, but uh, it's Paragon. Absolutely love that game absolutely rest in peace yeah rest in peace dude epic games should not have shut it down you're gonna have to tell me about it because i've never even played paragon and i really know like nothing about it paragon was a three lane 5v5 uh moba and it was so like most most mobas unlike league of legends kind of like smite you can't aim up and down, you can only aim left and right, but in Paragon, people could jump over you and all kinds of stuff, but you actually could aim all over the place. It was a 360. Yeah, it was a full-on third-person perspective. Yeah. Ooh. Which I really liked that aspect, because then it added a little bit more skill that you needed instead of just like linear, just having to shoot straight and then move left and right, but you had to like look up and down and all over the place. And I found that really uh, like very enjoyable. And uh, I hate that Epic Games shut it down to add more people for Fortnite because it got shut down because of Fortnite. You want to hear a hot take real quick on that uh, Paragon? Yeah. I'm going to go on the record and say that it puts Smite and League to shame. Oh, 100%. League community would not agree because League, you have to have a specific taste to even play League, but... I won't say anything because I, I just watched the LCS finals for League of Legends, like, today, so I, I'm, I still follow it very closely. Your specific taste for League is shit, right? Like, that's that's the taste? Oh, no, I, I hate League of Legends. I think that even people that play it hate it, right? That's what oh, I Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, I love it in a way, but I also hate it and never want to play it again. I mean, that's, like, such a solid game. Like, they really had no reason. to Like, they could have just devoted a little bit more people for it because it didn't need that much. It was pretty balanced at the time whenever they shut it down. Like, Brent and I actually, on the very last day, we got on and had an amazing last match right before uh, we had ended. I will remember that match. Oh, Forever. that was like one of my favorite matches I've ever played in any in like any video game. It was just we had a teammate that left and made it a four v five, and we came back and absolutely destroyed the other team and came back and won it for our last match. It's actually getting brought back on Steam. Like so, whenever they shut it down, they just gave out all the assets for free to the to the community. And there's a there's one that's coming out. Uh, it's on coming soon on Steam. And it's called Predecessor. 
So I'm very excited to try that out. From the videos I've seen, people had never played Paragon, but they tried this and they like actually like really enjoyed it. It picks back up where Paragon left off. Like it's same map and everything. I don't know about the characters released, but I know it's like same map. Does it have a release date that you know of? Uh no. I think it's still in like beta stage or I think it's just in beta stage right now. I think it's supposed okay. to come out sometime this year though. That's pretty exciting. Uh I mean at least for me personally. Yeah. Well, as exciting as completely dead online games are, uh, <laughs> maybe we should move over to some single-player games that everybody would enjoy. Except for Joe. He has a, a hatred for single-player for some I reason. I really do. I, there's I no know, competition. Actually, Joe probably likes this one. All right, uh, th- there isn't this single-player game. Uh, oh, God. My number three spot, conveniently, is actually Dark Souls 3. Hey! Okay. So, speaking of how you wanted Dark Souls on the list, I got you covered. I'm not sure I would count that as single-player, though. Well, it, yeah, it, you can play a single player. I'd say online co-op. You have the options. I I basically never do online co-op on Dark Souls, so no. to each his own. I, I went through Elden Ring without it. My internet was too bad. But continue, I'm sorry. A- anyway, uh, for those who are unaware, Dark Souls is part of the Soulsborne genre, made famous by From Software. Dark Souls 3 came out, what, probably, I don't know, six or seven years ago at this point? It's been a hot minute. Three? Uh, yeah, I think it was... I remember I was playing it hot in college. I think it came out toward the end of our senior year, so it might actually, it might be seven or eight. I didn't think it was that old. No, I don't think it came out till we were probably, like, 20. You know, we all have the internet right in front of yeah, us. Yeah, I'm already looking it up right now. That is it way too much work. came out in 2016. Wow. Damn, what did I say? Yeah, so like I said, <laughs> not at all when we were seniors. <laughs> anyway, uh, Dark Souls 3, uh, you know, you start out as a character class. You go through and pick up new weapons and level with your stats, defeat enemies, get killed constantly because it is known to be one of the harder game series, especially to start out in. Especially to game journalists. Oh, yeah. that That's a whole conversation right there. Don't get me started on game journalists. Don't get me started on, like, game journalists playing that game. <laughs> Honestly, them playing any game. That's fair. True. So, Dark Souls as a whole, you know, obviously, all of them make my top 30 list in some way or another. Though I haven't played Sekiro or Bloodborne or Demon Souls because I don't have a PlayStation, which is a shame. Well, I think Sekiro's out, but... Yeah, Demon Souls is really good. Just a side note real quick. There was a lot of quality of life improvements that were made between Demon Souls and Dark Souls. Oh, I know. For example, Dark Souls has Estus that refills when you sit at a bonfire, not to mention multiple bonfires in an area, whereas Dark, uh, sorry, Demon Souls, you have to go through an entire area with only the starting bonfire, and health was regained by items that like you could just run out of. That's brutal. I'll let you finish talking. Then I actually have a really good game recommendation for you since you like Dark Souls that you didn't mention. That's like that I don't hear mentioned a lot. That's on PC. Hmm. Interesting. Well, specifically, I like Dark Souls 3 uh, for a number of reasons, but I'll just mention that I have probably played through Dark Souls 3 alone at least 15 times. Were those all on the same playthrough, like New Game Plus 15 or? no. Uh, I never go through New Game Plus on Dark Souls. Mm, okay. Never, ever. And just about all those were for making different PvP builds. And so, like, every single playthrough just about was a different build. It's wild to me that you don't do New Game Plus because you're actually missing out on items that way. I just don't care about those. Especially in Dark Souls 3 because after the DLC, like, they added the plus three rings. So I had no reason to get the plus two rings. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Dark Souls PvP just hits different. So much fun. It does. It is good. It's yeah, so rewarding. It's so good whenever you destroy someone. Unless you're being a mage, then trash. <laughs> I hate to shout out a multiplayer game, hey. but yeah, Dark Souls PvP is pretty sweet. You know what? Absolutely Fuck you for the mage comment. <laughs> it sounds like someone who uh, can't oh, win no, in a I fight. I destroy mages. They're easily one shot. Do you remember that one time when you told me to quit playing like a bitch uh, and switch from a mage to a warrior and I just parried yeah, you that was repeatedly? Annoying. Barely used your sword. <laughs> he swung more with his shield than he did with his sword. You just can't make him happy. No. Also, good game recommendation: the Neo series, like N I O H. It's basically like you go as a samurai. Yeah, we play just like dude. I I enjoyed it. I beat the first one. 
thought it was very good. You know, I, I thought Neo would be cool and I would probably enjoy the gameplay, but I'll be honest, I'm not as into the samurai style. This, it's the same reason that I never got into Sekiro because I just, it's just not me. Okay, that's understandable. Samurai doesn't really it's do like it for Samurai me. slash ninja. Mm. Because I think you can play as a ninja. I, I might be wrong. Yeah, I'm pretty mid on that. I'm, I'm more of a knight kind of guy. Okay, that's We're going with For Honor Same. terms. If this were For Honor, Joe would be the samurai, I would be the knight, and Brent would be the viking. That's exactly sure. who I went. No, I'd still pick knight. Really? Really? Yeah, I like knights more than vikings. That's I'm surprised. surprised. Yes, I am. Yeah, let's just leave 2019 me out of this, okay? Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Brent, would you like to pick yeah, up? Yeah, anyway, moving on. My number three... I'm not going to tell you the name of it. I'm going to say a quote from it and see if you can guess it. I don't think Joe will because he avoids single player like the plague. But Ethan, you have a shot. A man chooses, a slave obeys. Skyrim. Oh, that's Bioshock. <laughs> yeah, Bioshock. Specifically, the first one is is in my uh, top five list just because, don't get me wrong, I, I love sequels. I mean, my number two is a sequel, but it's just something about a new IP Coming up with something from scratch is more impressive to me than leading on from where it left off. I think that might be feeding off of the uh, game design lens that I look at things in. But for those that don't know, uh, the first Bioshock, it plays like a first person shooter with minor RPG elements mixed in. You can get different weapon upgrades. You have these really cool magic items, essentially, that are called plasmids. You can like shoot electricity from your hands, fire, you have telekinesis, and you're killing drug addicts at the bottom of the sea. Shoutouts to impeccable atmosphere in the original Bioshock. Oh, yeah. I went into it not knowing anything about it. So like that opening scene when you crash the plane at the lighthouse and pull the lever of the sphere and start going down into the ocean breathtaking for multiple reasons one because it was beautiful and two because i am terrified of the ocean so it literally took my breath away yeah that's fair yeah it's pretty scary it's just it's so so fun storytelling is great if you can't tell a theme in my list so far I, i'm a sucker for a story yeah no uh, story is definitely important to me i know joe doesn't care about it but yeah well, I, I, skip I like all that story. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you Someone worked on that story. And you know what? Yeah, I at least, I skimmed through the story, thank you. <laughs> I give the respect of just going straight to the gameplay. It's very rare when a game's story gets yeah, I guess someone worked on that part, too. I have to be, like, fully in on a story to actually want to watch oh, it. Oh, uh, to something we mentioned earlier. What, what was the thing from Sonic that you said you could, like, take care the of? Chows. Yeah, so I said my number three had something similar. You gotta save all the little sisters. True, I mean... It you gotta save them all, but you can't, like, increase your little sister's stats and stuff throughout the game. Well, no, you can't do that. I was just thinking more of having something that is, like, a child in a game. True. You gotta protect the children. It, it gives you the option to harvest the little oh, sisters, wow. but, like, I don't think I've ever what played the bad guy in any game. <laughs> you can harvest them. That's wild. If given the option to be, like, your stereotypical good guy or be a bad guy in a game, stereotypical good guy wins for me every time. True. It's not till about my third or fourth playthrough that I start being a little baddie. It's hard I can't for me do to it. be a bad guy. Like, I, I want to. I usually have all the cooler stuff anyway, but it's hard to play as a bad guy for me. I just feel so bad. I, I know that they're just characters in a game, and it has no real meaning or anything like that, like, in, in real life. But it bothers me. I think it takes me out of, like, the experience of the game if I don't. Because I'm, I'm picking the choices that I, myself, would, like, want to choose. Right, yeah. I, I lose immersion, for sure, if, if I'm picking stuff outside of what I would actually yeah. do. Um, so, oh. Joe? Okay. Oh, no, it's just going to say, well, Joe. <laughs> all right, all right. So I'm curious your guys' like, take is going to be on this because mostly all, actually not mostly all of mine, besides number five, has like some type of like co-op, but it mainly all has like PvP. So number three spot, Apex Legends. Oh my god. Solid game. Solid game. I had to. I mean, like each of my, like, each of my top five is a different like category of games. It's uh, hard to specifically pick one, but I, I had to add Apex. It's just so good. Why? why? Why did you have to add Apex? Please tell the listeners what is so good it's about It's not even the game. best, what's it called? Drop in. Battle Royale? Yeah, battle it's not royale? even the best Battle Royale. What do you think the best Battle Royale is then? PUBG, PUBG obviously. PUBG on PC? I hope. Uh, Either. Brittany's Any. PUBG on Xbox, which is terrible. Actually, I played a lot of PUBG on Xbox. I liked it. 
What? I just mean PUBG in general. I don't care where you're playing it. It's better than Apex. Don't, don't get me wrong. I like Apex. Joe knows I like Apex. So it's just PUBG. Was- I, I'm not going to roast you too much, but I'm at number three. Number three. I'm just surprised. It was uh, yeah. I can play it with you guys. I just can't sit down and play that game by myself. Cause like I grinded all the way up to like Diamond, and it was like I absolutely like loved that game. But it was compared to like playing that or like playing PUBG. It might just be because PUBG, like my take on PUBG now, has like been warped ever since they done a complete recoil rework for no reason and changed all of the guns' recoil to where like once I picked up one, that it just kicked like no other. It was like, I've hated the game ever since, so it might... I, at first, I used to love it. Yeah, that's why you gotta get attachments, I, man. My, I had a fully equipped M4, and as soon as I started to shoot it, it kicked like no other. It was like whenever the M4 was like really like strong, so for them to fix it, they just completely destroyed the recoil on it. That was like in like Shroud's like prime. Joe has ADHD, probably, so he needs constant action and movement like in Apex. <laughs> it's just a lot more fun. Yo, this podcast is getting <laughs> real. It's just, I don't know. Like, if I could think of something to, like, switch out Apex, would it have to be something like Rainbow Six Siege? Still a competitive multiplayer game. The only way that I can fully enjoy a game is with some ki- with some type of, like, competitiveness. The, so what you're saying is the only way you can fully enjoy a game is by crushing your enemies beneath you, and those enemies have to be controlled exactly. by a real like, person. You'll, you'll understand my number two just because of that. You know, you know, Joe. I will say before we before we move on that I, I do respect your shout out to Rainbow Six Siege. It's probably the best. Either it or Counter Strike is the best first person shooter I've played. Oh, okay. I know we're gonna get off a little bit here, but I thought you were about to say it was the best Rainbow Six game, and that is actually Rainbow Six Vegas too. That's tough. It's tough. It's really close yeah, for me. Siege is Siege is so strong. That's what. I don't know. I forgot about that one, to be honest. I was just sitting here looking at my games, and I saw that, and I was like, hmm, I could probably switch that out with Apex, which I probably have a lot more hours on it. Yeah, I was going to say, now that I think about it, I don't have Siege in my top 25 currently, but I think it would make my top 25. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't have it in mind, but I think it would probably make it, but it's really close, because, like, just to give you a reference, Bioshock is number 24 for me, so, like, is it better than Bioshock? I don't know. I personally, I don't think so. But again, what we're noticing is Joe puts an emphasis on competitive. I put an emphasis on story. So there's no way that that's going to beat Bioshock for me. Oh my God, I forgot Borderlands. Brent is mommy, Joe's daddy, and I'm the child. I like both. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Cannot believe I forgot Borderlands. (laughs) Oh wait, what? Hell. I didn't think about Borderlands. You, You forgot about Borderlands, the game that you always say is your favorite might make top five well i mean specifically if it was any of them for me it'd probably be borderlands just the original borderlands i think that one i can't believe that you would consider to put resident evil 4 over borderlands oh actually before you do your number two ethan you're gonna get mad joe's probably gonna get mad you want to know where resident evil 4 is on my list i don't think i want to know but why don't you go ahead and tell me 20 (laughs) god Oh God! Yeah, yeah, that hurts. Well, just just to make you sad before I continue, uh, the highest Halo is Halo Three, and it's only twenty one. So wow, Halo has not there. been strong these last couple years. So oh no, not at all. Halo Three was the last good one, but uh, yeah. that, that's a whole other conversation. Don't get me started on that, Ethan. Let's just hear your number two. <laughs> well, you know, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna make this easy and just stick with the theme of. From soft games and go with a more recent title of Elden Ring, mm, which is made number two. Really close to making my number one. Maybe it just hasn't been out long enough to either make that number one slot or to piss me off enough to go down on the list. But I, as of recording, that game's been out what two months. Now I've yeah. got I've got with a full time job and trying to find a house right now. I've got. 160 hours in that game i've beaten it two and a half times and it, I, I just don't plan on stopping i don't plan that on stopping is, that is quite some time into that game dang it takes everything i love about dark souls 3 and then just makes it one of the only open world games that's actually good and then also just expands the content from something like a 10 to 20 hour game to a 60 to 80 hour game in the best way possible 
it was hands down one of the best. Like playing through Elden Ring and then like first walking out of that like church area and then seeing the open like like just the whole like, oh, area. Know. It was like Brett. Like it was amazing. Like actually like oh yeah, it was so good. It was such a stark contrast to previous from software games like they're all really dark and bleak uh what, what what's the name of that first area in elden ring Limgrave. Uh, lemuria or, Lim- yeah, Limgrave, yeah yeah that's i mean it's just so bright and colorful that i didn't really know what to do whenever i first walked out i was like whoa the only thing that i will say against elden ring at this moment is the fact that there's almost too much good content it is incredibly daunting especially if you're talking about starting a new playthrough you just think, oh my god, that that's so much. It's such a commitment. I used to have like a list up of like it saying like how many bosses there were and like how many like original bosses, how many like kind of like copy bosses. It was like a stupid amount, like sixty total bosses or something like that. I'd have to like recheck the numbers. Or it's like eighty total. I can't remember exactly. It's like stupid, but like sixty are like original bosses and like they don't like copy something else. It was so. It's such a well made game. Yeah, it's just, it's so wild to me to be able to have, like, that free roam capability, but then, like, every cave you go into, like, there's a boss. Yeah, it's so cool. Well, not every cave, but, you know. Solid pick, solid pick. I'll give you that. Yeah, uh, uh, if if, if any of you disagreed with that pick, I was going to go, there were going to be hands. No, 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 I respect the pick. I don't think I'd put it uh, that high up on my list, but it it would definitely make top ten for me. Yeah, it... If if you're listening and you haven't played Elden Ring, you need to give it a shot because while it's not my number one favorite game, I will say it is probably the best game I have ever played. If that makes sense. No, I, I, I get that. Yeah. You can pick a, a game as your number one for other reasons than just gameplay. Oh yeah. Do you remember a few minutes ago whenever I said not to get me started on Halo and how it sucks now? Oh yeah. Let's let's, let's get into it. Oh yeah. Uh, my n- number two. It's Halo Three. <laughs> That's understandable though. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, personally, my favorite Halo and should be generally accepted as most people as their favorite. I will accept Reach or ODST as another answer, but anything past that is you're just playing the wrong stuff. What if somebody throws you a curveball and just throws out like Halo Wars? (laughs) I'll accept that too. That's a a great game. Jesus. I mean, I think even Joe got into that game. And oh, I mean, God, no. I don't know. Strategy games and him just don't mix. I absolutely hated that game. Oh, really? I thought I thought I remember you playing it with me before. Yeah, I probably did, but I probably were you just not having game. fun. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. hundred oh. <laughs> <laughs> percent. My bad. Yeah, Joe, uh, strategy isn't the first word that comes to mind when I think Joe. Nah, I'm a, no, I'm a running gun. Joe's the grunt. I, not the grunt from Halo, like a grunt in the military. I'm going I'm to shoot first, ask question later type, uh, type of guy. Jesus. So yeah, back to my number two, Halo 3. Uh, the reason I picked three specifically is, I mean, one and two were great. Two especially, I mean, Xbox Live probably wouldn't be a thing at all without Halo 2. So it did a lot for gaming. But three is where it really, like they hit their stride, I feel like. The multiplayer was just so smooth. You had a lot of different game modes. Not to mention the fact that you had community-made maps and game modes that you could download and play. That's how Griffball became a thing. Nah, Griffball's 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. that's. I mean, that's probably the best uh, like made-up game mode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't really know what the current ones would be. No. I, I definitely feel you on, on Halo. And by the way, if, if you don't know what Halo is and you're listening to a gaming podcast, I'm going to be a little bit surprised. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of skipped over explaining what it was. Uh, I just kind of feel like everyone should know that one. You're Master Chief, you kill aliens. Yeah. And, oh, I, okay. So not even just multiplayer, which is weird that I'm focusing on it, but I feel like Halo 3 had a pretty good story. Like, I remember doing that last mission and, like, taking the jump with Arbiter in the gunner seat. I, I got chills. Like, I was like, oh my god, am I going to make it? That's understandable. Because, yeah. yeah, I was... uh. I didn't really like single-player games, but I remember whenever I played that, yeah, you feel that. It, like, puts you in that atmosphere. It, it, yeah, it, the atmosphere in that game was really strong, considering that, I mean, most games really, the, the more sequels they have, they kind of, like, lose perspective a little bit, but I, I believe that 3 was the strongest. I agree, but that was my yeah. first Halo game, so I'm a little biased. 
I'm a little biased because it was like the first game I really got into on Xbox Live. So like being able to be a part of that when not only Halo was at its peak, but I feel like Xbox Live on the 360 specifically was at its peak. Uh, it made a big difference, I, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. right there with you in Call of Duty 4. Yeah, Call of Duty 4 made my list because it was around the same time. Cod 4, oh my. That's a... That was a solid one. Not to get too sidetracked here, but personal opinion, COD 4 is the best COD uh, of the modern ones. Okay, that's a hot take. Wow. I think this. I think 2. I don't think this is that hot of a take. I think 2 was the best. Modern Warfare 2? I'll yeah. give you that. That was a good one. Yeah, those are the solid. two best to me. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That's a, yeah. yeah I would have put Modern Warfare 2 as my number 2 for best CODs, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and then 3 definitely. That's, that's really I tough. I like one what a word is solid. You can think that. I will I will admit to you that it was a good game. I just personally, even back then, was already over playing World War II games. I didn't like the time to kill. That was the first COD that brought dismemberment into Call of Duty. That was the one like where you could sit down to bounce and bounce on and like blow people's like legs off and stuff. It was pretty cool. I don't know. My I mean my biggest thing about What a War was the zombies. COD zombies was amazing. I've never liked zombies or horde game modes very much, so that didn't have any draw for me. I used to. Yeah, I can see how that would be attractive to Joe, though. Yeah, I don't know. I found that, like, fun. So, Joe, uh, speaking of fun, what's your number two? And why isn't it fun? I keep thinking about it. My list is kind of, like, retroactive. I have to, like, keep thinking about it because I keep changing my answers. See, he's God. lying. He he's making it I up can't. as he goes because he didn't prepare. Nah, a hundred percent got a list in front of me, but it's, I keep like thinking about it too much and thinking about the time on it. I just I I can't. I want to put Dead Island in my top five. Like it was, I'll, I'll put it as two because I stand by it. That was a solid, such a good game. I just like that one, like the original one, because like yeah, I'm gonna say Dead Island number two. Dead Island was I like. That's a very strong take. See, I had I had a very I had a stupid amount of time on like Dead Island. Like I spent like a whole summer only like playing Dead Island because like I would just make a new character, run through, and then it became a completely different game whenever I got mods on it. Like whenever I got mod, like mm. whenever someone dropped me like modded weapons, complete like changed, changed it completely. Because yeah, I got I can see that got like a home run bat. You could literally like as soon as you hit a zombie, it'd send them flying. It was like the funniest thing. And then if you got in, like, a truck with, like, modded weapons, it would, like, freak the truck out and, like, fling you across the whole map. And it was just so much fun to, like, it was a fun, like, glitchy game to just do dumb stuff on. But also had, like, a... I like the aspect of it, of, like, picking up, like, weapons or, like, opening, a, opening like, a chest with, like, a baseball bat that has, like, barbed wire on it. And it's, like, super strong or, like, a legendary. All the games that have, like, tiers of, like, items... Like the common, yeah. uncommon, rare, epic, and like legendary. I find the game to be like that's like open world like that. Uh, it like give more to it if it if there's like rarities like for something for you to chase rather than sticking with the. So the reason you love it is because it's just zombie Borderlands. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah. That that's that's really screwing me up right now. <laughs> I mean, tell me it's not. I mean, he's he's not wrong. Really you know is. what is actually Zombie Borderlands? Uh, the like third DLC for Borderlands, oh where you go God. to Doctor Ned's Zombie Island, which is <laughs> probably a straight ripoff of Dead Island. I mean, I'm pretty sure there was. I'm pretty sure there even were like Dead Island, um, like Easter eggs in it. I think there might have been. I remember Borderlands has one of my all-time favorite Easter eggs, and that was uh, it was one for Dark Souls, and like someone it literally says you were invaded by this person, and like they try to kill you, oh, and yeah. kill them, and it was like the coolest like nod to Dark Souls. Okay, okay, I- I'm just gonna say this: Dead Island is a cool game. I like Dead Island. I enjoyed it at the time. Joe, I think you might be the only person on the planet for whom that's. Like one of their favorite games, like their number two game. <laughs> I'm just. You not, might be the only one with it in their top five. I mean, it's just. You I might be know. one of the only people who remember it. Just like I don't know that game and like Borderlands are just so similar to me, and like I had a I had like a lot of time in both. I'm curious to which one I had more time in though, because I feel like that would like take the spot because I know both of them I had a stupid amount. I'm just don't know how much time I had in them. I would love if I could see 
uh, just like back on the 360, how much time I had in games. I think one of the ones I had True. most was uh, MW2. I had like over a month on that game or something like that. Same. I know which one I had the most on without even having to look. Uh, it's what I currently have the most on in Steam and on Xbox One, and we'll get to it. Fair enough. I already want to change well, my list. To let like you... I myself, but I keep changing it. So. <laughs> well, is your number one going to stay the same? Yeah, that one, it's a solid pick for me. Mm. Okay. Okay. I'm glad it's the finale because I, I look forward to roasting it. Yeah. <laughs> uh you probably will. <laughs> I well, can't wait. You you can't roast my number one pick because you already picked it. Although I'm gonna say my number one pick is Resident Evil Four, but specifically not on the Wii. Oh, mm, okay. So there's no overlap there. Yeah, because fuck you, Joe. Dang. Alright. Dare pick my number one game as your number five. <laughs> you all had like what, two or three overlap? No. Uh, just that was the only one. No, was, was it just the one? Dark Souls was like my sixth or something like that. And then, but that was his. Oh, uh, so yours, yeah, Dark Souls almost oh, made so His list. was three. Mine was one. I liked one better. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, Resident Evil 4, favorite game of all time. I've played through it on originally PlayStation 2, then Xbox 360 and Xbox One and PC. And I've played through it, I, I don't know, 20 sometimes at least don't know the exact number but when you just want to talk about a, a straight up inventory management action game that's over the top and ridiculous and fun with some of the dumbest most enjoyable dialogue that you can find i mean yeah resident evil 4 is that's this gonna be your go-to right there just mwah. so fun fact I, I read not long ago that the story for resident evil 4 and the gameplay itself were changed so many times that the final product from start to finish only had maybe three months of work on it because they had to just switch everything up. That masterpiece was done in three months, essentially. Oh, and it shows because it's a hot mess. Oh, yeah. Oh, most definitely, yeah. <laughs> but it's my hot mess. What's your, uh, what's your hot take on Ashley, which is the president's daughter, if no one knows that? Ashley is top tier, but uh, Ada Wong is, is the real, <laughs> that, that's the real one. Ashley is dumb as hell. <laughs> yeah, for real. She pisses me no. off. No, no. She's, yes. she's yes. a great companion. Her AI has a smart design. The character herself, dumb as hell. Oh, okay. I wouldn't even go that far. I don't know how many times the bitch got picked up by someone and then just stood there when they, I, I would shoot and she'd get dropped. Well, that's, yeah. that's your own fault. You can you tell her where to go. Yeah, I saw like one of the best things to do was like send her into like a garbage bin and she like she'll stay there. Or, oh like, yeah, just have her wait. Yeah, yeah. I saw like that was the best thing. But yeah, nah, she gets like if, if something's walking to her, she does nothing, absolutely nothing. It hey, just gets look, taken. She stands there and screams. Yeah. That's that's not nothing. My, Michael, I'm pretty sure it's Michael from Rooster Teeth said it best. She has a bitch stay and a bitch go button. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> Yo, is for real. It. And you know what? If if you can't control her very well, that's that's your own fault. But yeah, she is pretty stupid. <laughs> Facts. I don't think I have a lot else to say about Resident Evil 4. It's just, you know, it's classic. It's nostalgia for me. It's just a fun little straightforward linear action game. Oh, I will say oh, it's sorry. my favorite Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Now, my number one, I know for a fact, is not on either of your lists, probably at all. Like, no matter how far out you take that list, it's going to take a while for it to show up. It might make my top 50, but it'd be close. I already know what game you're going to say. You both do. <laughs> I think I've already said it once. Maybe. My number one is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Has always and will always be my number one. I, I don't care what game I play. I don't even think the remake is going to beat this one out. Oh, I completely you know forgot favorite? about that game. Not going to lie. Oh, you what? What did you think I was going to say? I, for some reason, thought you were going to say Skyrim. Since you played it on, like, everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I swear. It would definitely not be my number one. I thought you were going to say that. I like you. I, I remember you playing through that so much. Oh, yeah. Actually, it is on my list, but it's 13. And oh, wow. Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion is higher than it. It's 10. That's surprising. Do you have any fallouts above Oblivion or Skyrim? Mm, no. Uh, Oblivion is the Ouch. highest one. Fallout 3 is 12. Hey, we, we can get into that here in a minute if you all want. But I want to talk about my number one. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course. Yeah, that game is 
top tier to me. I mean, this is what I was talking about earlier with uh, Bioware making another appearance, uh, a space opera, if you will. Story is top tier for anyone who I will say beforehand on this one, major spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't played it. If, if you're listening and you don't want it ruined, just, you know, skip the next 30 seconds. And I'll, I'll make it brief. You play as someone who has their mind wiped. You find out toward the end that you are actually the big, bad, evil guy and he, you just don't remember it. So there's the major spoiler. It's safe to listen from here on. So, yeah, you you start with different classes because it is an RPG game. Uh, you got Scout, Soldier, or... Uh-oh. <laughs> Fake fan. What? He forgot no, the other classes. Scout, Soldier, or Rogue, I think. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound right. No, that can't be right. Oh, like Bounty Hunter or something I'm like that? This. Is, it, is it like Sage or something? No, sage. no, because you specialize uh, whenever you become a Jedi later. Also, spoiler, uh, <laughs> that's when you get different <laughs> classes. That's uh, that's Guardian, Sentinel, or Consular. I know those. Well, I don't know what the starting one is, though. I, I know Scout and Soldier, and I never picked the other one, so I, I don't know. It, it, it's very D&D based with how its systems work. You don't get to see it, but in the background, a dice is rolled based on your stats uh, as to like whether you hit, how much damage you do. Same for enemies attacking you, which I think is part of the reason I love it, because I love uh, D&D. Uh, that's sweet. I'm getting texts that she, she's trying to help me. She Googled what the other class was, but I already said Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Clutch wife, though. Yeah, that was, that was very nice. But yeah, so you you have a lot of D&D aspects. Story is top tier. It's the best story of any game I've ever played. Gameplay is, I will admit, a little dated. I mean, it came out in 2001, 2003, 2003. It's a little slower paced, but I'm not there for that. I'm, I'm there for the story. Uh, I'm there to be a badass Jedi and get some followers, but still be on the good side. Scoundrel, that's what it is. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. I said rogue. <laughs> It's the same thing. I thought about Scoundrel, but I didn't say it, actually. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm i going to refrain from talking about Knights of the Old Republic anymore because I, I, I've been trying to hold it in. I don't I'm just trying to give basics. Well, I, I will I will I will mention, you know, some of the things that I like about it, because funny enough, I didn't play it until about a year or I know about maybe about two years ago now. And it is a really good game really like it. it it basically it combines to me uh like fallout meets baldur's gate is what i would say but in star wars universe and it has a really good companion system and a really good alignment system yes it was like really the well first game that i know of where the alignment system was so well done that it's kind of been copied uh in a lot of games since then i don't know i mean like it, pretty similar to baldur's gate not not to bring down well I, I never played baldur's gate so i, I had no idea yeah. Sorry about that. You bought that for me. Well, <laughs> I know. It's okay. I mean, Baldur's Gate is basically just Dungeons and Dragons, the game. Right. So that, and and Star Wars, or KOTOR is, you know, it's a D&D system, pretty much. So, But before we hear Joe's first, I will, <laughs> I, I mentioned the, I mentioned the remake. I'm just going to go ahead and on the record say I'm very worried about it. Yeah, Why I mean, that? that's fair. It's probably going to suck. I haven't seen Why anything, is about, that? Yeah, I haven't um, seen anything about it. Well, most of the stuff I have seen has been not reassuring. I think she either quit or was fired, but originally the lead writer... First of all, you don't need a different lead writer, okay? Drew Karpishin was the, one of the writers on the original Knights of the Old Republic, and he gave you a great story. So, like, go with that or fucking hire him back. But two... The one that they did hire, she made a tweet not long after it was announced that she was the lead writer, and it wasn't related to Star Wars, it was just a general tweet, but it said that essentially she doesn't care what her fans think of her work as long as she knows she's sending the message that she wants. That's a big riff right there. Jesus. And I was like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> oh, no. Has she met the Star Wars fandom? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's like the one series you can't do that with. Well, I guess you can. Look at the sequels. True. All yeah. right. Yeah, I'm just... Joe, go. I'm getting mad. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, take it out on Joe. Let's go ahead. Yeah, mine... Uh, my number one's definitely questionable. Um, I already am very curious to see what you guys think. But uh, number one is uh, Genshin Impact. 
Wow. <laughs> I love the amount of silence that followed that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm trolling. I'm trolling. It's not. I don't even play it anymore. Oh my god, I was worried for a second. <laughs> I had my phone out about to text Ethan behind your back. No, I hadn't even gotten that I'm far. Trolling. I was still too stunned. I'm trolling, I'm trolling, I'm trolling. That was the biggest mental flashbang I've ever received. <laughs> Dude, I know that you've been addicted to gacha games, but... <laughs> no, no, I'm trolling. I'm big, big troll, big troll. Um, game is absolute dog shit. My actual number one, still don't know if Ethan will like it. I know Brent played it with us, or yeah, with me, some Tom Clancy's The Division. Fuck that game. The, the <laughs> amount, no, I completely understand your guys' point, but the amount of time, the amount of time like I put into that game and like the build you had to have, the PvP in that game, before everything got like nerfed to where you had to hold a button down and attack. I'm talking about, like, early on, Tom Clancy's A Division was so much fun. Like, you could just get groups and, like, hordes of people. You gun a couple of them down, and then you take off running from the rest of the horde, and then, like, a, it was a stop-and-shoot kind of game. It was... I had so much fun with that. So, what, what is the overall genre of that game? Because it's uh, kind of... It's hard right. to nail down. Yeah, that one... A third-person looter shooter? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean... I get what he's yeah. saying uh, from that last one, how he likes games that have tiers of weapons. I could see how Division would be appealing. Division checks off you like every You are the looter shooter master. Yeah, it, it, Division, the original Division checked off like every single category for me in like games that I like. It had PvP, like an interesting PvP. Um, one to where you got rewarded if you, like, if you like, you just all of a sudden killed someone. And it was fun because it had, like, what's it called? Uh, like, the in-game chat. It had, like, in-game chat to, like, where you could, like, talk to other people. It was proximity-based, yeah, proxim right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That made it so much more fun because if you got a group that was just all talking in game chat and, like, your group runs up on them and you just demolish them, oh, the, it was so much fun. They used the PewDiePie word a lot. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was a bit, yeah, that was, that game was very bad for it, and... Yeah, that was like the bad thing about it. the The community was very toxic, so it was very rare if you felt if you found anyone that was like not toxic. But I I also think that that added to it like even more because it was like if yeah, you just I get mean, it guns down, good taking those guys down. Yeah, because I mean, because it, it was like you go in like what it was called the dark zone, and like there's like there's AIs, there's like other like just there's PVE. It was a PVE VP game. So, go in there, you try to find good loot, and then you didn't just get to keep the good loot once you found it, you got to put it in a satchel that I think only filled up to like eight, six or eight, and then you had to go to a helicopter extraction, start the extraction, and then you had to wait for the helicopter to arrive, and then that made it so much more fun, because then once it actually arrived there... Wait, they, it alerted, it alerted everyone yeah. that it was coming, yeah. yeah the whole wait, story. hold on, this, Joe, Yeah. have you ever played Hunt the Showdown? Yeah, yeah, I have. It's I don't I I would very much like it, but there's people on there that's just nonstop played it. I hate games to where you can get one shot without even like just walking. I mean, in like the division. Okay, I was about to say because this just sounds like Hunt Showdown. Yeah, it was like I I thought I would I thought I would have really liked uh, Hunt Showdown, but it was the fact that like you get the kids that have just nonstop played that game since it came out, and you just get one tapped. And it's Wait, like you okay. never played Division. I never played Division. I thought it sounded horrible. Huh. I, for some reason, I thought you did. That's what I did. I thought, yeah, I thought you did, too. I just think Division, uh, it was a very uh, fun game to me. play with friends. By yourself, it was very brutal. Very brutal game, like, going in solo. There's a lot of games out there that I don't think would make my, even my top 25 list, but playing them with friends just enhances the experience so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's almost cheating at that point, to be honest. I mean, yeah, but I also oh, made... Going in with, like, a group? Is that what you mean? Yeah, because I would say, like, you know, of the games that I have on my list, like, I, I mean, I could throw in, you know, Halo 3 or most Call of Duties or whatever. If I'm playing with friends, I'd, I'd probably rather do that than most of the games on my list. Yeah, I, it's just a different experience. Yeah, because I, I really only like gaming. I, I think it's more a lot more fun with people, which I mean, that makes sense. But like that's I like the competitiveness to it. And the competitiveness in The Division was one of the most competitive games I've ever played out of any game. It was very competitive. The little bit that I played, it definitely seemed to be. There was a lot of different builds that were viable too, which I liked, yeah. at least in the beginning. Yeah. And 
then they kind of nixed that. They they just the game started going downhill whenever they added the thingy to when you can't just randomly shoot someone if you're not a rogue agent. You have to show that you're a rogue agent, which is going to alert everyone on the server. So then they're going to look at you, and then it, it, they ruined it after that. Too many people were complaining, and then I don't think the veterans had a problem with people just like walking in and getting gunned down. But I mean, that was like the risk reward factor. It's like you could go do PVE stuff and get gear, or you can go into the dark zone, which gives you a higher chance of getting better gear more quickly, but that's at the risk of where PVP is enabled. So you could have like this crazy loot and then just all of a sudden get gunned down and like, lo- or, like lose it. I still have a clip on Xbox of me just going in solo. I used to go in solo a lot. I used to run on like a glass cannon build where I'd just like instantly like melt someone. I have a video of me like 1v4ing a team. That was what probably like one of the, like after I had killed them, I had never like felt that kind of like high like before because it was like, holy, like I didn't think I was going to win that from the beginning, but the fact that I like played well enough to like 1v4 them, I was very proud of myself about that. And it was a very good feeling. Was that the first or last time that you uh, took on four dudes and was able to record it? Um, I'm gonna plead the fifth. Okay, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. So I mean, that's my actual number one, and it's mainly just because of how competitive the game was. The game definitely needed some fixes and stuff. But oh yeah, Ethan. I guess since you never played it, the best way to describe it would be like. If you're playing an MMO and accidentally wander into a PvP-enabled zone. Yeah. This game just sounds like Hunt Showdown, but for people with ADHD. No, it's... it's uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely a lot of the same aspects as Hunt Showdown. It's just there's not really, like, an insta-kill thing. Like, you had to have been, like, very bad to get caught by an insta-kill, which would have been, like, a sniper, a sniper shot to the head. Also, can we just take a second to point out that Joe said he built a glass cannon build as if that was like a shocking revelation and he doesn't do that in every game he plays? I always go glass cannon. Damage over everything else. (laughs) Joe's a walking DPS. (laughs) You look at him wrong, he goes down, but like he can do some damage. I mean, we have the team here. Joe's the DPS, Brent, you're the healer, and I'm the tank. Yeah, I like to play the healer because all I have to do is look at you guys and heal, and if you're not killing stuff, I get to blame you. I like laughing at people who try to kill me but can't. Oh, that's such a good feeling. <laughs> Joe just likes killing everyone. Oh, yeah, it's he just so wants much to, like, fun. mop the floor. Dude, wiping an entire server is the most fun. Like, the, the, the beta for that game before it came out, like, the open beta for the division. Jesus, I remember, because, like, you could only do, like, the first zone. After the first zone was, like, a dead-end area, and once you ran into it, it just teleported you back to, like, spawn. So I remember me and, like, two or three other people went down this alleyway. We got, like, we killed enough people to where, like, our, like, marker that it had on us for rogue agents was, like, the maximum it could get. So, like, if anyone could kill us, they got a big payout from it. So the whole server was trying to, like, rush down this alleyway, but, like, we had enough, like, timing to where, like, everyone was getting gunned down. No one, we didn't die. Like, we stayed there until, like, we just gave up and ran uh, into the uh, dead zone. They kept trying to win, just, they stopped coming because they couldn't make it past. It was literally just four of us against, like, 20 other people, and they couldn't get down the alleyway. Love it. You know, before we go any longer, I mean, do you guys want to have any special shout-outs to any any games that we didn't get to cover? We are running a little long here. Um, I'm talking like 10 seconds to just shout-out like two or three games. Borderlands series, Dark Souls series, uh, Minecraft. That's all for me, I think. Dragon Age series, Star Wars Force Unleashed, uh, Fable. Can't forget that. DMC, Devil May Cry specifically. Like the, the reboot with the weird edgy Dante. <laughs> nice. Yo, Destiny 1. Edgier. Yeah, edgier. Alright, is that all your shoutouts? Dead Space. Oh, Dead... Oh, no! Dead Space would have been in my top five. <laughs> Dead Space, 100% in my top five. That's a guaranteed. You hate to see it. Oh, man. All right, so we're just... Too late, too late. <laughs> no, too late, we're done. This is where we end it. Joe, oh, you no, have to what wallow the in shame. Oh, no, that's Where's my shout-outs? I got some shout-outs. Oh, yeah, sorry. Give your shout-outs. Shout-outs to Helltaker. Shout-outs to um, Stronghold Legends. Shout-outs to Apescape. Shout-outs to Civilization, the series. Uh, shout-outs to Baldur's Gate. Shout-outs to Cyberpunk 2077, which almost made my top 10, by the way. <laughs> I love that game. Uh, shout-outs to Ickenfell. And lastly, sh- oh, wait. Also, shout-outs to Pokemon Emerald, and shout-outs to Fallout New Vegas. 
Shout out to Defiance, the original one. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> I forgot to Battlefield Bad Company and Spider-Man PS4. Oh, and uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, the original. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> That's on my list. Uh... <laughs> uh, okay, nice. whatever. The original Dying Light. I will point out, I will point out before I end this, I think it's bullshit. Me and Joe had to go at the same time. You got to go by yourself, Ethan. Well, no, I, I didn't say you had to go at the same time. Just a quick, like, 10 second wrap up of your games. Nah, I see what it is. You were just trying to make us hurry. <laughs> I took, I kept mine to like 10 seconds. So, all right, you know that's what? fine. Cry Give us an it. outro song. Do, 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 do. That was the Zero Talent Podcast.